you're trying to build a championship or you're trying to build to get to that point, then you better build it from the front to the back of that defense. And that's how, what this team has done. I mean, all the talk at camp has been about how big of a beast the King Hicks is. It's the future. Down and distance. Well, not just in Kevin's case, obviously him because he didn't play last year, but I think uh, really for all of us. You know, I mean, we've had some tweaks in offense, tweaks in defense. We had new players, whether they're rookies or free agents, new, new to us. Um, you know, we don't finish here. We've been in pads uh, the whole camp. Uh, this was our last pad of practice today in, in preparation. Uh, but it's all about, you know, that exam and those exams of those preseason games. And you can't think of a better test than the defending world champs, uh, you know, Thursday night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of Down and Distance. Jared Payton alongside my man Sean Davis, SD2Mikes on Twitter. Follow DAD Pod on Twitter. We're coming. Associated with the arena and WGNRadio.com. SD2Mikes, Sean, a lot of stuff coming up today. Definitely going to talk about the Bears. Preseason game tomorrow night against the Broncos, so we got to touch on that. Plus just the Olympics and how the Olympics is kind of taking over my household. I'll tell you about that. And then an interesting discussion that we had before we started the podcast just about Michael Phelps and uh, the comparisons. There's a lot of stuff to kind of dive into with him. He's an interesting dude where he sits, not just amongst Olympians, but where does he sit when we talk about the greatest athletes, right? I mean – that's a, a whole discussion by itself. But I think first and foremost, we got to start out talking about the Chicago Bears. Tomorrow night, getting it kicked off, Soldier Field, going up against the defending champs, Denver Broncos. I know it's a little ticky-tacky here and there. You're not really sure what you're going to see. You're not going to see the ones that much. To me, this is probably the most interesting part about football is because you get a chance to be able to watch some guys that you don't really know. You hear names, Sean, that you don't you don't really hear, you've never heard before, that you might not ever hear again. You never really know. And I think that's just what it's all about. I've been through the process before, been through it twice uh in the NFL, and it's tough, man. It's tough. It's uh it's a tough situation to kind of be a part of and to especially guys that are trying to make a roster especially the back end of a roster. You're trying to get there. You're trying to hold on. But it's also an exciting time as well. When you think about it, Sean, some guys, you never know. This could be the only time. This might be the last time they play football unless they're playing in a rec league or flag football somewhere. I mean, they might not get a chance to go to Canada, might not be able to to play in indoor football. So this is the time for people to be able to prove themselves and, and this I, is why, what, the Hall of Fame game being canceled was a big deal. Yeah. Not so much for the fans, but for those players that are on the fringe trying to make an NFL team. That's one less audition. That's one less audition. You have an opportunity to prove yourself. So, without a doubt, what is, let's go, man. I'm, I'm, I'm amped. What are you amped about, man? I'm amped to watch some football. Well, let's talk. Period. Let's talk about this. Yesterday I had a chance to go down to – the last practice the in Bourbonnais. Bourbon Let's call it, it like it is, man. This team coming into I know what you're excited about. Coming into camp, you know how excited I was? 
how excited I was about this team. And I think that excitement is still there. Yeah. But I have some worries. And the two and the, and the two and the two biggest worries. Okay, I'm ready to hear these. The two biggest worries mm-hmm. are the two biggest question marks about guys that both sides, offense and defense, need to be successful. I'm going to shock the world here, I'm and not, I'm going to say that one of your worries is not number six. No, okay. Jay Cutler is not one of my worries. One of the biggest worries comes from a defense that definitely got better, but it eases me a little bit, and I'll tell you why it eases me, because there's two guys that I really, really like and that I've seen grow over the last year. But Pernell McPhee's injury is crucial to the success long-term of this defense in 2016. If that guy is not on the football field, Sean, we saw from last season this Bears defense is just a little bit different. It's like you need to have Lamar Houston and Willie Young. You combine them together, that's what Pernell McPhee gives you in one person when he's healthy on the football field. His attitude. His attitude. His attitude. His Talking about from the first day when he stepped onto that podium, sitting down and had the nice, you know, had the the collar, no no tie on. He was like, you know, I'm violent. That's what you need in this game of football. And he's a game changer. And I think we're, we're looking at a guy who, coming over from Baltimore, a guy that was supposed to, that, that was supposed to be that dominant force and we saw it but not being able to be healthy and that knee really starting to nag him last year. There was a lot of talk and a lot of concerns about why he was still playing, knowing that that knee was banged up when you were not really playing for anything. You're not playing for anything. You're not going to the postseason. So what are you doing? What, what is he doing out on the football field? Listen, I get it. He's a competitor. I get it. But if this is a guy that you know that you want to be able to build around, What's the need? Now I'm not a dude that makes decisions, so I, I'm, I'm not a coach. I've only played the game. I don't. I don't know the first thing about coaching. I have football camps with little kids. I, all I tell them is, go get yourself a juice box, get you some water. I can teach you some routes here and there. Hydrate yourself. Hydrate yourself. A little coconut water. But I'm not running plays. But I see what he means to this Bears defense. And I, and I also look at Leonard Floyd for the long term of, of especially I said, should say short term, what he can mean for the success if he was healthy, what he can mean for the success of Leonard Floyd. So I don't know. And to me, that's a big question mark of figuring out when he's going to be ready to play. And you could save him all you want to until for the preseason and not have him play. I'm not concerned. I'm just concerned is – do we know enough? And I know we don't get told much, and so that's what scares me with, with how this Bears regime is. They're really close-lipped, and I get it. I'm, I understand. You have to be. But if he's not going to be ready for week one, how many games does he play this season? I mean, that's a question mark. And so that big question, one thing that kind of eases my worries a little bit is looking at the development of Lamar Houston and Willie Young, who bought into what Clint Hurt 
their coach, linebacker coach, and what Vic Fangio was 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 selling. They well, bought Lamar in. Houston is finally healthy. Both guys are finally 100%. healthy. Both of them. Exactly. Both of them. Yeah. So this those guys and seeing what they did in camp and to see how Willie Young looks so comfortable at practice, like you see him, like this big tall dude is feeling so much more comfortable dropping into space and in coverage when he has to. And both guys just understanding what their roles are on this team and this squad. And I think that's one thing that definitely eases my worries just a little bit. And thank God, you know, Willie's around, you know, gets that extension. He, uh, we were just talking about those conversations of a guy that might not have been here and maybe didn't want to be here a, a while back to now a guy that is much needed, especially now if Pernell McPhee is not going to be able to go. I'm looking forward to watching the third string outside linebackers. I know that sounds crazy, right? Oh. That sounds crazy. Right. What? You want to watch the third string outside linebackers? The starters are going to play for the first quarter. John Fox said that. Why are you hanging around waiting for the third string outside linebackers to take the field? Because I feel like those are the most explosive guys with potential when we talk about the combination of Christian Jones, somebody we have loved and said is underutilized, was raw, and just needed to be coached. When he takes the field with Leonard Floyd sometime in that third quarter, I'm ready to see Havoc wrecked on the Denver Broncos. I don't care if they're playing second, third string guys. I want them to flash. I want to see them dominate. I want to see that dog. Mm. I want to see it. You want to see that bark. I want to see that bark. It doesn't matter who you're playing. I'm not, I'm, you should still have the mentality to dominate. I want to see if the first-round pick has the mentality to dominate no matter who's in front of him. He, I got to see that now. That's what I want to see. I don't need to see a sack. Bam. I don't need to see a great play. I need to see that dog. I get you. No, listen. Listen, I, I need to see disruption. Let me tell you. I need dog. to see flash. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this dude with this dog. Sean, Leonard Floyd's got some dog in him, man. I and I, I it's not coming from me. It's coming from somebody that's around the dude every single day. Okay. Says he's a dog, man. Said he can get there. And if you watch him in practice, which really got me was if it was live at some of the plays where I was watching him, oh, that was going to be a sack. He's like Stretch Armstrong. You're not supposed to be able to maneuver your body in certain ways when guys are trying to put their hands on you to get around to get to the quarterback. And he's got that God-given speed, man. It, is he – Is he? Is should there be concerns? I I think you always have concerns with every with almost everybody. There's not really one person. There's like rarely do you see people not concerned about something that a player does, right? Except for a guy like, you know, coming out this year, Zeke Elliott. I got I got I can't really find a flaw in his game, but that's rare. It's pretty rare that you don't find certain flaws. Maybe he's not super, super fast. Maybe that's the only thing. But his game game. His game is tight. Pass blocking. I mean, he can even block downfield if you need him to. Catching out of the backfield. 
what do you need him to do? Run out, out of the eye? Maybe that's one of the biggest things. He didn't run out of the eye when he was at Ohio State. So temper State. and set the expectations for this young star, this young budding star on the he's, horizon for the Chicago Bears. Leonard Floyd is going to make plays, and they're going to be in spurts. And you're going to see him. And I don't know if he jumps out where it's like, oh, oh. Like he's going to make these all the time. I think it's that's the process. He was going to be a project from the beginning for this for this team. Now, if he and we can, talked about that, it's amazing. You take the Rams, right? Yeah. This year they took a project. A quarterback is a project. Period. Yeah, yeah it's you're putting a lot into you're a quarterback. putting a lot into it, but every quarterback is eventually a project. Some are better than others. You have your Elways, you have your Marinos that hit the floor running, hit the ground running, that get you to the playoffs that rookie year, get you to the Super Bowl on their backs. It's not a lot of those guys just around in this world, right? Yeah. They're generational. But we started talking about what the Rams were able to get with Aaron Donald Oof. and Gurley. Two guys. Guys, that are... the only thing you knew about Gurley is that he might not make it back from his knee. From his knee. That was but it. if you knew if he was healthy, if... you knew what the deal was. Yeah. Aaron Donald, we all knew he was a beast. There were there, but there was there was some there was only but a little You didn't was, think he up. was a project. Though. No, it wasn't you didn't think he was a project. You thought that he was going to be a guy that was going to come out and make plays, you know. Now Ryan Pace has gone out. And he's drafted high ceiling guys with character. And he's lined them up with good to great coaching. Hmm. That's what's different about this. Great scouting. Yeah. With great coaching. Now. Development. So that's what hold up. So this is exactly remember we talked about this, Alden Smith. Remember that was the comparison that I made the yeah. other, last week? Well, Fangio basically shot that down and said he's not like Smith. Okay, I said he was more like Clay. I know. I said I said Smith. So he knocked what I said down because even John Fox said it as well. Okay. Fox came out and said it. And he was like, "Nah, he's not really like him. He's he's a different player. You know, he's and they started talking about the measurables and all this other stuff. And I forgot who he actually made the comparison to. Um, but the way that he's going to play and his ability is I'm more I want to see him during when when the run's coming at him. That's your question about him. That's yeah, that's kind of the one thing that I really haven't seen. How it happens to the best of them. When we even saw it with guys that we Earl it happened to Erlacher too, man. It didn't matter who how beastly you are. You got guys coming at you and put their hands on you. It's really hard to get off. I'm saying with his build, and we know how big offensive linemen are, especially guys that are athletic coming and pulling or coming straight at. How how does he get off of all those things? Now, That's most what people I will see. focus on gaining weight, gaining strength. Yeah. I'm going to go the other way. Which way? I think he gets better at that when he starts to understand the game. Okay. And when he starts to understand how people are scheming, to do that to him. He's quick enough, he's athletic enough to shoot gaps, beat the blocker to the spot, blow up the play, 
and let the other 10 guys get to the ball. For me, when you're that athletic, stop trying to fight. Don't use your weakness against somebody's strength. Use your strength to get away from their weakness. Their weakness is their mobility, especially when you're talking about offensive linemen. Yeah. Right? Beat the offensive lineman to the spot. Blow up the play. Know what play is coming. Defeat the blocking scheme. All right? And as you grow older and get stronger naturally, there are certain times where you'll be able to hold the edge. And the only reason you're holding the edge is for what? Now, this is where this is where security on the inside, and I know this is what you're excited about. Yeah, buddy. Security on the inside. You are more comfortable not to try and be a superstar when you know who has your back. Can we talk about that? When you feel like you're out there by yourself, yeah, you, you're more apt to, do, to try to make superstar plays and you, put yourself in bad positions. But that's, that's where this all changes now. So now Vic Fangio is saying, imagine Vic Fangio, right, knowing his weakness. Yeah. And right now, until he gets to a point to where he's ready to go head up, yeah, Vic Fangio is going to say on these play on these plays, yeah, all I need you to do is this. That's what I mean. Because you, they got your back. Yeah, they got you. They'll make the play. But that's that's the thing about what's so great about this Bears defense, and I think you this is where you have to start it and and build. If you're going to build a champ, you're trying to build a championship, or you're trying to build to get to that point. I mean, you better build it from the front to the back of that defense. And that's how, what this team has done. I mean, all the talk at camp has been about how big of a beast Akeem Hicks is. Like how much of a monster he is. And watching the, the, the evolution of Eddie Goldman. And, 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 I mean, we're talking about guys. And it's funny, looking at the depth chart, I totally forgot Ego Ferguson was on this team. I, 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 I was thinking about I that told, yesterday. You know, we were talking about Will Sutton. Yeah. The improvement there. We talked about I got Eddie Goldman, his improvement, and totally forgot that Ego Ferguson was on this team. Yeah. Looking at the the first depth chart ahead of this game against the Denver Broncos, the infusion of actual talent from one Ryan Pace, it might not be sexy. It might not be sexy. That's not Ryan Pace, though. That's not him, though. He's not sexy. It's not sexy. But looks darn good. So hold up. Right. So hold up, though. Right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It's I just got, something. I got I'll something. give you perfect. Hold up. I got it's something. It. So the Bears are like, up. you sitting on poolside. We out in Vegas, right? Yeah, at the wind. Poolside. Poolside. We under the cabana. We might be at the Bellagio. Right. right. Okay. We at the Bellagio. We at the Bellagio. <laughs> we in the cabana. Shooting crap. Enjoying ourselves. Yeah, nice right? little pina coladas. Right. And we see a crew walk out. Yeah. You see what everybody would perceive as the tens, right? Yeah, the ten, the dime pieces. Right. But somewhere in the crew, there's somebody a little different. A little different, just probably not as sexy as what the masses might think. But it's something about her. Got there. You keep your eye on you that. You keep your eye on her. Yeah. You keep watching her. You like. That's this Bears roster. Uh, it's not real sexy. Not star-studded, 
But you keep looking at it and you're like, hmm, they're pretty deep. Yeah. Front seven checks out. Even without Grassu, offensive line. Yeah. We'll see. Running backs from what we've seen. We we or until we get real game. Footage. We won't know for sure. Yeah. But once we see But they're not bad. Not, but they're not bad. They're not bad. Need, you know, now man. what we see from Kevin White, you start to see oh. Oh, Kevin White. Oh. I didn't know you had it like that, ma. They got him like this. I didn't know you had it like that, ma. Little, little, little. You know, you know, Kevin White reminds me of a little bit, and I think it's gonna be like this. It's gonna be uh, like Big Sean. Hmm. That can go both ways. I know. Some say underrated. Some say overrated. That's where I feel like he's going to be at until he decides to. Jump, jump to J. Cole if he can make that leap. 